Hey, before we get started, I want to let you know about Buzzsprout podcast hosting. Right now, you can get a free $20 Amazon gift card when you sign up for any of their paid plans. It's what I use to host this podcast, but it's also what I recommend because they're extremely easy to use. They have really fair pricing. They price per hour instead of megabytes. It's free to start, so you get up to 90 days for free if you want. Customer support is really quick and awesome. You get a nice website player that you can embed. You get a, a nice website as well. They are constantly coming out with new features. They just added an affiliate marketplace. They are about to update their stats, and they've done a ton of stuff just in just in the last year. So I highly recommend them, and you can go to buzzsproutdeal.com to get that free $20 Amazon gift card when you sign up for one of their plans. So again, that's buzzsproutdeal.com. Hey, and welcome to episode 49 of the Podcasting Simplified Podcast. My name is Ross, and today we are going to talk about podcasting equipment. And I know I've highlighted some different things in the past, like the best USB microphones or maybe the best microphones for an iPhone or something like that. But today's posts or, or today's... um episode is all going to be all about different, all the different stuff you can get and kind of just be an overall like a um, roundup of the different things that, that maybe you want to think about getting or that you want to just be aware of. So that we'll go through all this stuff. And I understand when you're first getting started, it can be really confusing to kind of wade through all the gear and figure out what you need and what you don't need. And, you know, if you're recording solo, you need certain stuff, but if you're recording with multiple people, you might need a, a different set of stuff. So we'll, we'll try to cover everything that um, kind of covers, covers your situation. You know, some stuff you might need and then some stuff you might just want or might make your workflow better or, you know, make uh, audio quality sound better, things like that. So I have separate, I actually have separate blog posts and then I have some separate podcast episodes about basically every uh, piece of gear that we're going to talk about. So I'll try to link all those up for you so you can check those out if um, if you want to. We, uh, we'll start with, with the essential pieces. So the first thing you I think you really need is a computer and a microphone. Now, it is possible to record and even edit and publish all from a phone, but that's kind of a different a different topic, and I find you know you you don't get as much control over the editing, and obviously if you're recording with a phone, you're limited to um, just certain microphones. So we're just going to focus on kind of the core way, which is a computer and a microphone, and those will be the first two that I highlight here. So a computer, obviously, you can go with Apple or Windows, it's really up to you. I have been using Apple stuff for a while, but I have, I've built gaming PCs and I use both. So um, I'm not, I'm partial to Apple for kind of creation type stuff, but you know, it's, it's really up to you. And a lot of the software will work for both. So don't, don't really worry about that. And you can use a laptop or a desktop or an all-in-one computer. It really it really doesn't matter. Podcasting doesn't, it doesn't need like the best, you know, most powerful computer in order to edit. It's not, it's not, um, that processor intensive. You're not usually doing anything too crazy. So, you know, use whatever you have. And I have separate posts for 
um, best desktop and all-in-one computers and the best laptops. And I'm trying to keep those updated because the that industry moves very quickly. And then the next one is a microphone. So the main recommendation is don't use a built-in microphone on your computer. The easiest way to get started is with a USB microphone. So I've recommended the Audio-Technica ATR2100, which is a dynamic mic and it's USB as well as XLR. So it kind of gives you some nice flexibility if you want to grow later and add other gear. I think that makes a great choice. But it's really important to consider your recording environment. So if you're if you're recording multiple people, a dy- dynamic microphone is usually better because they'll be less likely to pick up other people talking and you won't have that kind of bleed of, of someone else's voice coming into your microphone and just making it really hard to edit. So I usually recommend dynamic mics for multiple people, even if you have a little bit of a, a noisier area or you have cars driving by or something, dynamic mics, I have found tend to reduce some of that background noise and they'll even help with echo too in a room. So that's what I would recommend. Now, condensers are really good and they're they're popular. They're actually, I guess, a little more sensitive. So you just need to make sure you have a good recording space and they can work just as well or even better. And it's really kind of comes down to to preference at that point. So another another USB microphone is the Blue Yeti, which is a condenser. And, you know, I've recommended it kind of on and off depending on your situation. So it can it can definitely work well as long as you have a, a quiet space to record. And then for XLR microphones, and these you will need to plug into an an audio interface or mixer or something like that, which we'll actually talk about in a second. But the the dynamic microphone one option is the Heil PR40. There's the Shure SM7B is a really popular one that like Joe Rogan uses. And then for the condenser side, I I really like the Rode NT1. It's a good kind of balance of price and they have a whole kit that comes with a shock mount and everything. So that's kind of a nice one. And not going to really go into detail on, on all the different options, but those are just some highlights. Now, like I mentioned, the audio interface is next. And this is just basically a a bridge or converter for your microphone to get your microphone signal into your computer. It converts the analog into digital. And there are different sizes. So depending on how many how many microphones you need to plug in, you kind of will will help you narrow down your choices there. And then there's also other other things like um, inputs to plug in speakers or headphones and then um, phantom power adjustments. Some of them will control all the microphones you plug in. will have to have phantom power either on or off. Or whereas some of them allow you to control each individual channel, which is really nice because maybe you have a dynamic and a condenser plugged in and you only want phantom power on one. Kind of nice to have that flexibility. But that... uh, that all just kind of depends on your your situation and needs. I recommend the the Focusrite Scarlet series, and they're up to the third generation. So the two i two or two i four are probably what I would look into for most people. They have two microphone inputs, and then the 
the to two or four after the I really refers to the outputs and what you need there. Now, kind of along those same lines is a mixer. And I actually find that most podcasters don't need a mixer, especially if they're not doing live streaming or live recording. Um, I'm actually recording into the Rode Caster Pro, and I really don't use the the mixing features. Like I could could dial up music and up and down, but I I really don't use that stuff for this show. So it um, it's definitely overkill. I just happen to have it because they sent me one to review. It it does have some additional features, some processing, and you can do compression and some. Um, noise gate stuff, which is really cool. That that makes it really easy. They have a like a Bluetooth feature, so if you want to be able to do um, call-ins, they like do automatic mix minus, which allows you to talk to people without them hearing their own voice and having a, a weird echo. The Rode Rodecaster Pro is an awesome choice. Just um, it it really, you know, if you go back. I don't know, five years in order to get all the, all the functionality in it would cost you several thousand dollars and it is $600. So it, it's kind of impressive what they've managed to, to add and really market towards podcasters. And it allows you to, to be mobile a little bit. I mean, it's a good size box, but you can put it in a backpack. And if you want to be able to record several people, you can do that. It'll record right to an SD card. So that was what I would recommend for a mixer if you, and it has up to four microphone inputs and four headphone outputs, which, so it's nice, has everything all in one. You don't need to kind of daisy chain a bunch of different gear together. So there's some other options. The Mackie Pro FX8 is, uh, is a popular one that I recommend as well. Allows you to record right into a computer. A couple options there, but know that with a lot of mixers, you can't record the individual tracks on your computer. They only they only output say two two tracks when you go to your computer. So um, in order to record all the you know all your your people, you really want an audio interface and that'll just make it make it easy anyway. Now the next piece of equipment is a pop filter or a windscreen. And this greatly minimizes or prevents plosives. So um, I have an example. Put your hand in front of your mouth and say power and then feel the, the air when you say that P. And there's some other other um, consonants and letters that, that kind of have that same air blast that can overload a microphone and make it sound bad. So there's a bunch of options for pop filters and windscreens and foam covers. And one of the universal ones I recommend is the Stedman Corporation Pro Screen XL. And it's kind of a, I guess, a little higher higher quality version. And I, um, I recommend using something. It'll just uh, kind of as an insurance policy, even if you don't find that you are having those issues. And next one is uh, headphones. These These are really crucial. And... They prevent a ton of mistakes, or you know you'll you'll hear if you're if you're too far away from the microphone like that, or if you get too close, and you'll be able to to easily kind of adjust 
your your body or your guests' um, levels or something if you're wearing headphones. If you're not, you really won't be able to hear that stuff, and then you'll have to redo everything, or you'll be out a uh, recording, which which we don't want. So cl- you are going to want closed back headphones, and that means that you won't be able to hear the audio outside of them. So that means your microphone won't pick up the audio. It's a bleeding that happens where kind of the what you're hearing in your headphones shows up in your microphone, and then you have that kind of weird... Um, weird background delay. So close back headphones are what you want. I use the Audio-Technica ATH M50X, but you can get the M30X or either, or the M20, I believe they have, that are quite a bit cheaper and they just don't have the same amount of sound output and I guess features and functionality to like fold up and remove the 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 cord and everything. But they are great, great options, and they last forever, so highly recommend those. Now, if you don't, I, I kind of use the, the Roadcaster Pro as an example that had uh, a bunch of headphone jacks in it, but if, you, if you're using a, an audio interface and only has one headphone jack, then you may want a headphone amplifier, and that allows you to plug in multiple pairs of headphones, and it basically is just a, a splitter but it also allows, it's an amplifier, so it allows you to turn up the sound for each of the people that, that are recording and listening. The Behringer HA400 is one that I recommend. You'll just need a, a TRS cable in order to plug it in to your mixer or interface in order to have a, an output there. The next one is a mic stand. And so positioning a microphone properly will greatly improve your posture, sound quality, and kind of clean up your desk and make your make your workflow much easier to kind of jump in and out of, which is really nice. So I use the Heil PL2T, and it's a boom arm, so it, it just screws onto the desk, and you can pull it back and forth and all around. But you can get, uh, there's one from Rode, I think the PSA1 is basically the same thing. And then there's tabletop, tabletop mic stands that you can get um, from all kinds of different companies, and those are quite a bit cheaper than boom arms, so if you want to save a little bit, those are great options. And there's even tabletop boom-style ones, which are what I recommend. They're about $30, $35, and they really allow you to, to get the mic up where you want it. I don't know if you've seen uh, people record drum sets, but a lot of times those are the same things that are used to record bass drums because you can kind of position them right up into the middle there. So uh, that's mic stands. And kind of going along with that is shock mount and shock mounts. There's universal shock mounts that basically allow you to fit any similar diameter microphone into them. And then for the most part, the, the microphone companies also sell a compatible shock mount for their different microphones. So um, the universal option is that I, I highly recommend is the Rycoat Envision Universal Shock Mount, and they have a few different sizes for it depending on what you need. And then, you know, if you if you have a certain microphone, just search for that plus shock mount. So I have the the Rode Procaster, and I could just search for Rode Procaster Shock Mount, and it would pull that up. I think it's the PSM 
one or something. I, I, I don't know off the top of my head, but they make, uh, they make a few different ones. So that's a great, great way to go. And shock mounts, they reduce a lot of extra noise. So if you tap your desk, that sound will fall, travel up through your stand or, and through your microphone. And it sounds really, really loud, even louder than, than um, you would expect. So that's one thing. Or if you um, just shaking and bumping, and it, it really helps qu- quite a bit. So a shock mount is, is a great investment. And next one is the microphone cables. And you have to plug in everything, your mic into your audio interface or preamp. And uh, microphone cables can actually be a weak point in that chain of things. So um, I recommend getting at least like a mid-range XLR cable instead of the Amazon Basics, you know, the the cheapest one you can find. Those still work. I'm not going to say they don't, but you'll uh, you'll kind of avoid sometimes you'll get noise that comes in i actually have seen that with speakers too if you have your cell phone signal can get picked up in microphones and speakers and things like that so with uh with a better cable they're shielded which helps kind of prevent some of that stuff from happening and they tend to to last longer if you're moving them around so rapco horizon is is one that i recommend um, if you want to go high-end, Mogami Gold, they have a studio and stage version. Um, mid-range, there's also Mogami Silver. And then um, there's some decent budget ones, especially on Amazon, the the Hosa Pro, Planet Waves. I believe I've I've tried those. So a few different ones. I have an article on these different cables that kind of kind of highlights the different tiers for you. And next thing here is acoustic treatment. So some rooms are better or worse than others and it really just depends on on what you need but you know filling a room with just stuff can actually help your your room from from not echoing as much. But if you can get um dedicated audio panels or acoustic acoustic panels then that will help quite a bit and you don't have to cover the entire the entire walls and ceiling and everything, but you know, adding adding a few, especially right in front of where you talk and maybe right behind, can help quite a bit. Let me see here. I um, I've actually used a few different types. So you know, the little kind of I don't know triangle looking ones I've I've used, and then I have some other ones that are that are like these kind of more dedi- more dedicated acoustic panels or like four by six, I believe. And they're, uh, pretty heavy duty. They're soft, but they have like a hard frame and a wood back. And those are, are kind of the, I think the better way to go, but really it's up to you. I think just adding, you can add blankets if you want a rug, especially like a shaggy rug will help a lot. If you have a hard floor, uh, anything you can do to just absorb some of that, that sound and echo that, happens when you're like in a gym or something. So that, um, that can help quite a bit. And now we're going to move on to some kind of software stuff. So editing software, uh, there's audacity and GarageBand are two free ones. And then Adobe audition is kind of the, the next level up. If you find you're limited by anything in those programs, if you already have a creative cloud subscription, you already have access to that. So that may be a good way 
to go. And then other software, podcast hosting is something. So you can have your audio files and actually get your podcast up and, up and running. And I use and recommend Buzzsprout, but there's a ton of other companies. Transistor, Captivate, Simplecast, Podbean. There's a, there's a bunch of them out there. And they really all have their pros and cons depending on what you're, what you're doing and what your needs are. So um, definitely check out we have a post all about the podcast hosting companies. You can check all those out. And then you might want website hosting because you want to make it easier to share and grow your show. So I, I use and recommend WordPress. And there's a bunch of different hosts, Bluehost, SiteGround, uh, HostPapa, Kinsta, WP Engine. There's a, there's a lot of them. So I, I just recommend going with a, uh, a trusted company there and getting getting a website up. You don't maybe that's not your first step, but that might be something you want to grow into or kind of have on your uh next steps list. So that is all the 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 core podcasting equipment and there's a couple things I just want to highlight for mobile podcasting gear. And the first one is a digital recorder. So if you're doing interviews on the road or you just want to be able to record you know wherever you are a portable digital recorder will be the best way to go. These have XLR inputs and 3.5 millimeter inputs for maybe a lavalier mic. So things like the Zoom H4n Pro are popular. I have a Zoom H5, which has uh, interchangeable capsules. So you can go from two XLR inputs to four with a with an extra little thing, or you can plug in a shotgun thing um, microphone on the top if you want to turn it into, you know, maybe an on-camera mic. It has quite a bit of flexibility. So those are a couple options. Their Tascam is another company that it's well known for a lot of that stuff. And then obviously microphone, and it really depends on what you're what you're doing. So if it's an interview style, you might want interview microphone. Uh, kind of one of those long-handled ones or something like that. And then SD card, you want you have to be able to save your recordings. So the like the H4n Pro only allows, I believe, up to 32 gigabytes. You can't have a, a card bigger than that. So just make sure you, you double check the the manual and the specs and just get a an SD card that's 32 gigabytes or less so that it works and you don't run into trouble when you go to, you go to record and it, it has errors because you have too big of a card, which can definitely happen. So that is all the podcasting equipment and gear. I'll leave links to all the different, well, one to the show notes and to the, the blog post all about this. And then also to each individual um, article that I have that relates to to all the specific gear, so you can kind of dive in and check it out. Uh, thanks for for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.